Listeners are advised, this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature, and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. And inappropriate thoughts by boy bands, motherfucker. Hello. <laughs> Hello, this is the second time we're starting because I forgot to hit record. Wah, wah, wah. Hello, Amy Long. Hello, Zoe Linkson. How are you? Who I'm now calling Amy Long Distance. Yep. I mean, I'm not quite long distance Clara yet, but I'm not driving a lorry. So. Oh, that'd be so good. I'd love to drive a lorry. Would you? I think my only downfall, if I was to be a lorry driver, would be. Oh, um, you're a bit short for it, really. Ser- service station sandwiches. Oh. <laughs> I'm a sucker. And, and when you buy a service station sandwich, you generally have to get a packet of crisps and a bar of chocolate as well. That's true. That'd that is it. true. So mm. I'd need an HGV to just mm. <laughs> be the only vehicle big enough to carry me. Yeah, I have actual real concerns that I'm going to be have to cut out of my house at some point. So Don't I say this all the time. <laughs> well, gonna... Fortunately, where the way my house is set up. I was going to say so... that, yeah. Because the extension was done for my nan after she yeah. had a stroke. So it's a disabled extension. So the actual the windows come out mm. in some special way if you're the fire brigade. Because in case there's a fire, they can literally just pop the entire windows out with a special tool. Wow. So we're not even going to have to take a wall out for me. <laughs> well, welcome. This is the podcast <laughs> I'm with the boy band. <laughs> yes. I'm Zoe Linkson and this is my co-host. Amy Long, And we have missed you. Terribly. You'll get some uh... pauses and a couple of pauses for me because I'm just finishing off a cigarette. The bonus, the one bonus of not recording in the same room together at Amy's house is that I can, uh, we start our phone call and I'll be like, I'm just going to have a cigarette before we go. Mm. So... Sorry, and I'm like, that's fine. It doesn't bother me. I don't have any secondary inhalation issues when we're recording remotely. Because so we're now 200 miles apart. We're not 200 miles apart. We fucking are. <laughs> In my heart, we are. In my heart, we're 2,000 miles apart. Oh, that's nice, man. That sounds like a um, Sarah Bareilles song or uh, something you'd hear out of Twilight. Anyway, let's move on. So, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Happy New Decade, Amy Happy Long. New Happy decade. New Decade. What, what, what? This is I where it goes big for us. This is where we huge things are going to start to happen for us. Yeah, yeah. Now we're both in our mid forties. I mean, and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm forty one. I, I feel that this is, you know, this is the decade where, where, you know, I don't want to say life begins at, but it does, and this is us. Mm. Power through. We're going to become. Okay. I like your enthusiasm and positivity. How was New Year for you? My New Year, I went to bed at 8 o'clock, woke up for a little bit just after 11, went back to bed, slept a pure 12 hours. It was fucking beautiful. It's funny because a lot of people have said, how was your New Year? And I'm like, it's hard to say because I don't know which day New Year was because it was the same as every other day. Oh, you so, worked for a whole chunk of time, weren't you? Mm, yeah, and it's not in the slightest bit depressing to go back after that long off. <laughs> it, I don't true. care how much you like your job. It, if you have that much time off, it is hard to go back. So, yeah, new year, new me, slash same me, slash woohoo. Oh, so, how was Elvis's new year? Did he go? I bet, I bet he went out partying, didn't he? Elvis I mean, is a little bit of a party animal. No, he likes to sleep. Come on. He doesn't mind the fireworks, though. He's not bothered by those in the slightest. My soulmate. 
<laughs> Your spirit animal. <laughs> so we thought we'd uh, come at you guys today with our review of the year, right? Decade. Yes. It's been a big... Uh, it's been a lot going on in the boy band world. Although, compared to the 90s, I want to say it was it was actually fairly quiet, boy band-wise. Mm. Yes. So we had... We, um, we lost some boy bands. We had some splits. So in... 2012, we lost Westlife, and I know you in particular were devastated when when Westlife I mean, announced their split. I'm not going to lie; I don't even remember it happening. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh, and then in 20, 2013, equally devastating for the two of us, Kevin left Backstreet Boys. I mean, yeah, th- that I probably did hear about, and he he's one of the good ones. Yeah, I quite like him. He was the one they always said had model looks, and I'm kind of like, mm, not any model I've ever seen. But he was, he always seemed quite the chill one of uh, the yeah, he, boys. Nice guy. Uh, the same year, we also lost JLS, who um, probably weren't as big for our American listeners, but huge over here. My nieces were obsessed with JLS. Mm. They went on Alan Carr, and well, they were doing it basically. They when they decided to split up, they didn't split up and just put out a statement. They went on all these talk shows and told everyone that they were splitting up. And uh, I think it was Arishé. He literally cried through the whole interview. Oh, no. He just didn't want to stop. He didn't want to. He didn't want to break up. So um, yeah, that was quite sad. Why did but... they stop to go off and pursue like other projects, or was it? Uh the success had got I know this will all come out when we do the JLS I was just going to say you have to wait till we do our JLS episode (laughs) but I couldn't tell you I think maybe because Aston went off and did dancing not dancing with the stars whatever we call it strictly and Marvin was doing you know his own thing so maybe they did split to go and do their own vibes reality TV has got a lot to answer for when it comes to the destruction of boy bands but it's got a lot to to like it was amazing for mcfly yeah anyway true and it also keeps them in our like when you expect boy bands to have gone off to the big boy band warehouse to live Mm, that they'll mm. it keeps them kind of it keeps your fangirl dream alive a little bit doesn't it that you get to see them uh same year 2013 we also lost the jonas brothers oh but that well i won't spoil the ending (laughs) (laughs) Uh, in 2014, we lost The Wanted. Gosh. Uh, in 2015, Zayn left. Did 24... It, sorry, did The Wanted... Um, did they break up because they all hated each other? I, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think they got into the rock and roll part of the lifestyle a mm. bit too much. I think their story is a little bit like Five. Mm. Yeah. I think. Okay. Again, Again, we'll find out. <laughs> we do <don't>, so. <laughs> this proved to be a really pointless part of the section of the review of the decade. Uh, 2015, Zane left One Direction. Oh, gosh. Yeah. God. Has that been five years? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he 2016, did. One Direction officially went on hiatus. Yes. For so a couple not, of years. Not officially split. No, they haven't. Still- um so reunions <laughs> well in 2010 Go robbie on, came back to take that Ooh. so in 2009 which i know is pre the last decade he and gary started talking again basically after years of resentment like 15 when was years the, when was the take that reunion 2008 five five okay so it's pre so, new kids reunion okay 
Yeah, the documentary was 2005, and then the Ultimate Tour, their first tour back, was 2006. And then, yeah, 2010, Robbie came back, and they did an album together, Progress, and then they went on tour in 2011. Oh, and how long did that last? Well, he only was ever in it for one album and one tour, so just the one. Okay, in 2011, we had the greatest boy band reunion, of the, well, the greatest reason for a boy band reunion of the decade, <laughs> when uh, Blue reunited for uh, to enter Eurovision. Yes. Oh, also, I don't know if you saw my IGTV year in review that I found on my phone, but the picture you sent me of the back of Duncan from Blue, <laughs> wasn't it? I didn't Which see it. Which just made me laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> just his back. <laughs> so yeah, who else reunited? Uh, 2012, the Jackson 5 Did got they? back together to perform, yeah. The Jackson 5? The Jacksons. Got it. <laughs> Moving on, the what was the, the biggest thing to happen in 2012 oh, yeah. was possibly the greatest thing to happen to boy band reunions ever. Which was big the reunion, I, yeah. ITV's The Big Reunion, which yeah. brought us back. Five, 911, uh, Blue, or, or they had reunited the year before but they were yeah, part yeah. of the big yeah. reunion um and then in the second series of the big reunion we got 3t and damage yeah that was very um revealing the whole five thing i found i think i think you found mm. out more about five and how they worked from their interviews on the big reunion which i'm gonna go and watch again yeah now. We but we also, we, we did, we found out a lot about Five that we had no idea had happened. So that was really interesting. But they weren't the only ones we found out a lot about because we found out a lot about damage in that as well. And yeah. it, that was all, all tell. It was like a tell-all, really. And um, it was very, very revealing. Mm. So 2013. So 2013 was a big year for American boy band reunion. So 98 Degrees got back together, which was to take part in the package tour with New Kids on the Block. Oh. It was uh, 98 Degrees, New Kids on the Block, and I want to say Boys to Men. Oh, yes. wow. Yes, it was. It was actually quite a good little tour. Um, Boys to Men would come on first, and then 98 Degrees were in the middle, and then New Kids were obviously the headliner. I had no idea who they were. That was literally my first introduction to 98 Degrees was during that tour. Oh, we right, did this okay. weird thing where the four of them, they have these stalls on stage, four stalls, and they'd each pick a girl out of the audience. Hmm. And she'd sit on the stool and they'd kind of walk around them singing to them. Wow. Very strange. <laughs> well, t- 2013 also brought us back our collective joint favorite boy band o-town yeah and some just in while we're talking about o-town some o-town news uh, one of our wonderful patreon supporters lynn was chatting on instagram to mr trevor pennick this week oh. and said that she hoped to see them back over here in the uk in 2020 and he said you will so we're expecting exciting news yeah we're expecting o-town let's hope they bring lance with them as well oh do you think we could pin down dan miller this time 
Oh, that's going to be our thing. We, we're we already there with the other three. It's fine. Stalking we'll just reach Dan. out. We can have a, an offshoot of the podcast, which is literally just called Stalking Dan Miller. Yeah, we totally should. I mean, we the, thing, the funny thing is we met Dan Miller. We had the pictures. We met him in the meet and greet. We chatted to him. I told him he was my favourite. We went backstage. He was there. We were there when he had the whole conversation saying he was going to go out and get dinner. Like It's not like we've never seen him yeah. or met him. He just wasn't in our interviews. So, yeah, I think the focus of our interview for Dan Miller, it should be, why did you name your kids that? (laughs) Major Miller. And Navy Miller. Uh, The other big reunion for 2013 was uh, NSYNC. Yeah. Uh, This was done for Justin Timberlake's performance at the American Music Awards. Yes, Uh is that the right award show? That's right. So they came on during his set. And I... the, the. video of it on youtube is so bad i i know it's really bad quality yeah beg whichever tv company did was it the mtv whichever tv company owns the rights to it you have to put out a decent version of it please Mm. it's so bad it is but there is an excellent um i've i've spoken about this before so i'm sorry if i'm a broken record but there is an excellent interview on the ellen degeneres show with them and chris and joey talk about how they suddenly realize that they're going to have to go in and dance at first they thought they were going to do a um a, a couple of songs to support jt but it turns out they had to dance do they all good dancers now when you see them performing these little um pop oh, yeah. 2000 shows they've still got it and they can all do that um the dance routine the bit with the hand in there yeah bye 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 yeah. that's right because chris k was out with the o-town boys for new year wasn't he yes oh i was delighted to see that um trevor Pennick did not stage dive it's been 20 years since he got in trouble for stage diving <laughs> at planet hollywood oh my god yes <laughs> Twenty years since 20 that whole years. making the band thing was being made. Yeah, that's their that's their twenty year anniversary. Amazingly, oh wow! I know. Maybe I need to watch Making the Band again. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we're going to start twenty twenty the way we started twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Twenty seventeen, which is the big one for me. Yes, yeah, yeah, when the screaming stops. So the when the screaming stops documentary didn't actually come out till 2018, mm. um, but it was filmed in 2017 when this reunion was happening. It was just the two. So Matt and Luke, Craig Logan didn't want to be involved. He wished them all the best of luck. Yeah. But yeah, it is. This is the um, after the screaming stops documentary. Yeah. Which is still probably the best boy band documentary ever sorry do you reckon it's so funny because i was gonna say like i like it and i like that they were completely themselves in it like you know they didn't hide who they were they actually i mean matt goss is a very nice man i was gonna say a little bitch then but you know he has his moments but I didn't love it as much as I loved like some of the other documentaries that I've watched on boy bands, but it could just be because I wasn't a brossette. I, but I think it's because it's less like with the other ones I've seen. So like the One Direction documentary, the Jonas ones, there's always a certain, you can just see in the back of their minds that there there's a um, kind of, they have to, a, a, an image of a certain mm. kind that they have to protect. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ross was a bit more raw. So, no, actually, I think it's because I think it's because Ross are a bit more nuts. <laughs> like I think, <laughs> I genuinely yeah. think that's what it is. 
they're they're that much further on from their fame and I don't know. It's it's hard to say what, but I I do think there's a slightly different personality mm. set than perhaps okay. the other boy band documentaries we've seen. Uh, in 2017, there was a partial A1 reunion. Um, were, were they involved in the big reunion? Mm, no. no, no. Okay, a partial A1 reunion. Yeah. So Paul didn't join them. He eventually came back the year after. So, uh, so is now... there all four of them again now? Yeah. So, right. so this shows that we're going to go to this year, which are the Boys of Back shows. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's the full A one lineup. Yeah, cool. And then we also had a partial LFO reunion that year because Rich Cronin was very dead by that point. So it was just Devin Lima and our friend Brad, who, by the way, O Town, when you come over with the Pop Two Thousand tour, you can leave Brad at <laughs> don't home. Bring, don't bring Brad. <laughs> no one wants that. So yeah, LFO got back together, which you would have heard in our episode three, I think it was. Yes. Uh, 2018, we so the, the completed lineup of A1, uh, Westlife mm-hmm. came off. I think Westlife was more a hiatus than ever an actual breakup. So yeah. 2018, 2018, Westlife came back into our lives. B2K came back and then almost immediately split up because there was a bit <laughs> of an issue with management and then got back together again. Oh, um, <laughs> it's not funny. There's actual the, when we do the B2K story. There's a reasoning behind that that's a bit um, that was brought up actually in people discussing the R. Kelly documentary. Oh Christ! So yes, uh, and then finally 2019, and I think we claim almost all the 2019 reunions as yes. being by Bandipity. So at the yes. beginning of 2019, we had the Jonas Brothers reunite. Yes. yes, that's right. And then we also got McFly. Yes, McFly got back together, and we were definitely claiming the NSYNC partial Coachella reunion with Ariana yes. Grande. Yes, yeah, so, all of those were it's ours. It's a good little decade for getting back your teenage dreams. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was. It was definitely a good decade for that. But then for the next generation of boy band fans, we the new boy bands we've had in the last, last decade are mm. 2010, the biggest boy band of the decade, undeniably. Everybody wanna steal my girl. One Direction Everybody came into our lives. I mean, who would have thought back then, watching X Factor 10 years ago with these children who were on the telly, who would have thought that they would have been turned into one of the biggest boy bands of all time? I know. Fucking massive. And completely changed. So... One Direction was the first time that actual fan power was probably recognised in the same way it yes. was. Simon Cow even speaks in their documentary about how it was the the fans spreading the word and yes. using social media to do that, which was unprecedented and, and it was something that they hadn't really seen before. No. before. And it was that impact that, that really generally made them as big as they were, that they knew they could take them to these territories where no one would have seen them on X Factor. Yeah. But they were still going to be big out in these territories. And but that's... also something that yeah. boy bands like Road Trip, who we spoke about mm. the other week, are trying to do but not as successfully so Mm. there's a big they have these they call them the street teams don't they that are trying to have the same effects on social media they have huge youtube followings but it doesn't follow through to such a large an impact as one direction had a decade ago yeah 
Well, that's because I think a decade ago, social media was still very new as well. So it was a bit more of a novelty factor. I just think One Direction were, they came around at the exact right time. Yeah. And we'd never, ever seen anyone from a reality show be as successful from a reality yeah. singing show. So, I mean, so also when we start going through the uh, the singles and albums of the decade, we'll mm. see that actually in 2010, there really wasn't a lot of boy band activity going on. There mm. wasn't anyone, they filled a void for teenage girls who were looking for that kind of thing. Because not all teenage girls want to like an emo band. They don't, they're not all into My Chemical Romance. Like, So there was a void there and One Direction went into that void. So it was a focus point, like a focal point for all of them. Mm. There wasn't like a, you know, do you like One Direction or so and so? Like, choose. You can only have one boy band. There literally was one boy band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that uh, that kind of like explains it as well. It's like, oh, we have a boy band. We've got our own boy band now. So, yeah. yeah. It's not my mum's boy band. <laughs> no. um, uh, they were followed up 2011. 2011, 2011. How are we going mm-hmm. with this? Do you want to I think it was 2010, style? 2011, and then it went okay. 2012, 2013. Okay, the, the Olympics <laughs> are to blame. So 2011, yeah. <laughs> uh, Five Sauce came about. That was partially, you know, I watched the Five Sauce documentary on Amazon the other day, and their success is pretty much down to One Direction. I didn't know there was a documentary for them. Yes, on Amazon. It's really it's... good. It's a do they call them five sauce? Yes, this is why now I've now changed up our pronunciation. Okay. It's officially pronounced five sauce. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 2011, we also got Union J, who we was did. a boy band of one of the 58 boy bands of the week, the other week. <laughs> <laughs> and then 2013, something massive exploded. Yeah, so 2013 was the birth of the biggest... Possibly not the biggest K-pop boy band, but in Western, in the Western world that we've seen, Mm. the biggest K-pop boy band, BTS, were born. Now, they didn't come, we didn't get word of them. We didn't get them over here until, I want to say, the tail end of 2018, Mm. middle of 2018, tail end, where they they first started to make inroads in, uh, I don't want to keep saying Western civilization. It sounds like we're in the Victorian times and it's the East India (laughs) Dog Company. Um, but yeah, they really didn't start to make an impact here for the last couple of years, but they have been together since 2013. Yeah, amazing. Uh, 2014, this is the biggie. I know we've done One <laughs> Direction and BTS, but the real big one was the birth of boy band called Fifth Story, who were created for the show The Big Reunion. Tell me again who was in Fifth Story. Uh, so Dave Bowers. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam What's-His-Face from Coronation Street. I want to say Adam, I was going to say Adam Woodyat, but that's Ian Beale. Adam Rickett. The one that was on the same management label as Take That, the alcoholic. Oh, Cav. Yeah, and then there was one more. There's five of them. No, it was one of S Club 7. Oh, Bradley? Or am I getting confused with the band that Danny was in? I'm going to Wikipedia it so you will hear me tapping now. Okay. I should have looked this up and put it down. Before, no, no, I, I think I think I I know who uh, the Dane others were. Bowers, yeah. Gareth Gates, Kavanagh, Kenzie, yeah. and Adam Rickett. There we go, Kenzie from Blazing Squad. That was the other one. Kavanagh being the the drunk one. Oh, bless and I'm not him. just saying that. That was it was part of his their, their story. story yeah, he was pissed. Was that he had a really <laughs> bad drinking problem, and he'd yeah. have to drink before he went on stage. So he kind of ruined the whole possibility of becoming it was never going to work lads possibility of becoming the next one direction even though they were in their mid-30s 
uh, well, and the rest. 2015. Go on, saw the birth of CNCO. They were now, they're getting even bigger. But I mean, I'm at this, I'm not going to lie, at this point, I kind of lose, like, the next few boy bands. I'm like, who? Okay, they're all, they're recent boy bands, they're all uh, American-based, so mm-hmm. they wouldn't have attempted to do a lot of stuff in the charts over here, and they're also very, so, uh, 2015 was CNCO, 2016, Why Don't We, and 2016 also saw Pretty Much, who were all very heavily based on, as I said before, their their YouTube audience and, and right. using social media and everything to, to, to gain a following. I'm fairly certain that the five members of Why Don't We were originally individual artists on YouTube that were brought together. Uh. Um, pretty much, I believe, are a Simon Cowell invention. <laughs> I think... Again, you'll find out when we do the episodes, but that's the boy bands that you know, are out and about now. So CNCO, Why Don't We, and pretty much, and BTS, probably the, the four biggest boy bands for the current boy band generation at the minute. If you're yeah. a boy band fan in your teens at the minute, it's one of those that, that's, you know, they're your band. Yeah. Okay, moving on to sad times. We had we did lose some boy band members oh, or this boy is band our, adjacent um, our memor- in memoriam section. Yeah. So in 2010, we lost uh, Rich Cronin at the age of 36. Uh, 2012, uh, in fact, in the past decade, we've lost two members of the Monkees. So in 2012, we lost Davy Jones at the age of 66 and hmm. Peter Talk, who died just this last year at the age of 77. Not uh, old, though, either of them, really. No, not massively old. 2012 also saw us lose Robin Gibb of the Bee Gees at the age uh. of 62. Uh, and then we, we had a little break uh, until 2016, when this is more boy band adjacent. So in 2016, we lost uh, the Beatles producer, George Martin, at the age of 90. Wow. Uh, we also lost uh, oh, Lou Pearlman. boy band creator, Lou Pearlman. Yeah, at the age of 62. And the probably the biggest loss of the last decade at the end of 2016, we lost George Michael at the age of 53. Mm. Uh, and then in 2018, we lost, again, boy band adjacent, Joe Jackson, the father of the Jacksons, died at the age of 89. And in 2018, we lost a second member of LFO when Devin Lima passed at the age of 41. Yeah. Also, at some point in the decade, we'd have lost the um, father of the Neutrons, would have gone. Ron oh, New- yeah. Oh. I didn't write that one down, it just occurred to me because I was remembering other sad boy band stories we've done in this past year. <laughs> it's been it a lot. It occurred to me that Ron Newt would have gone. So more positive things, we've had some great boy band albums and singles come out in the past decade. Any in particular that you want to make sure that we don't get, that go into your permanent boy band, you know, playlist? Well, I think what's important is not necessarily the music, but what happens behind the scenes that makes the music be created. And 2010 brought us the long-awaited reunion of Robbie Williams and Gary Barlow, who did a duet, and they did a song called Shame, and it was all about how it was a shame that their friendship fell to pieces uh, and their brotherhood fell to pieces. I do not remember this at all. It is incredible. The uh, video is very Brokeback Mountain themed. It's got them oh. looking, they're like dressed like cowboys, like oh, know, really eyeing oh each God. other up across the bar and then they're running um, bare chested up a hill together and all this. So yeah, I'll send you the link after so you can have a look. But anyone who 
hasn't seen it should go check it out it is hysterical uh and also robbie rejoined take that for an album and a tour so take that's the flood which i do know and i mm. fucking love that song so much mm. great song yeah so that was um, uh, right at the start of the decade so it's still at the start of the decade so we did have a kind of boy band battle of sorts at the start of the decade when at the same time as one direction we had the wanted out who were both you know it wasn't a blur versus oasis type battle but they were but it's meant that in 2011 we got two really fucking good boy band tracks so we mm. got the wanted's glad you came as well as one direction's what makes you beautiful two oh, of I my think... favorite all time boy yeah band singles. But i think you're also underestimating jls she makes me wanna from the same oh, year oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, JLS and The Wanted were always in the charts at the same time, weren't they? Yeah. So they get JLS, a... another an, another band created out of the X Factor. Yeah, well, actually, they were already a band. So called UFO. They... <laughs> For some reason, I found that today, and I was like, "The fuck, they were called UFO." Yeah. I didn't know that, but yeah. they were called JLS by the time they went to audition for X Factor. So they auditioned as a band, as a four piece, mm-hmm. uh, and when they yeah, were they asked worked. what JLS stood for they said it was called jack the lad slims or something like that which made me want to cringe and die but yeah they weren't made by x factor but certainly that provided them the success came out yes Yes. springboard's exactly the right Mm. word Mm. um also the decade that saw justin timberlake's solo career really fucking take off so in 2013 we had um the 2020 experience album um, but also the single uh, mirrors. Suit and Tie and Mirrors. They were oh. both huge. It's like you're my mirror. It, oh, it's just one mirror, not mirrors. It's mirror. Is it mirror? Anyway, I saw him live and he was incredible. I'm quite jealous that I've never seen him live. Oh. I did look at getting tickets to the Man of the Woods tour, but was put off by the lumberjack look. He was kind of right. I don't think <laughs> I'd see some man sing country. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, he's great. I always uh, same... forget he's part of InSync. When I imagine InSync, I imagine the other four. I don't really somehow, for some reason, Justin Timberlake doesn't figure in that. Do you think you're trying to manifest a four-piece InSync? Is that yes. why? Yes. Okay. I don't uh, think just... they need him. <laughs> same year, The Wanted released Walks Like Rihanna, which is possibly one of the greatest boy band videos ever. It's really good. And it's a great she track. Sing. Yeah, I fucking love that song. And also... Uh, so two other things that year mm-hmm. uh, McFly released Love is on the Radio yeah love that song uh, but PJ and Duncan made a comeback flying return into the charts when Let's Get Ready to Rumble yeah. it was one of the biggest selling singles of the year in the end well Ant and Deck didn't they do the end they have their TV show for our non-English listeners or non-British listeners they have a TV show on a Saturday night not all year round but for a portion of the year called Ant and Dex Saturday Night Takeaway and they do the end of the show show very Morecambe and Wisey which again American listeners will not understand that reference but they re- did a re-boot they challenge each other they, they get cha- do they challenge each other or other people no, that's, challenge them no that's Ant versus Deck the end okay. of the show show is just basically like it's a bit of variety and they go in and do a different thing and they always perform with the, whoever their guests are that week and yeah, it's just like a big finale part of their show. And for whatever reason, they ended up doing a rendition of Let's Get Ready to Rumble and it just shot into the charts. I still watch that 
now the video of it's that great. show not even the not even the original version no. no oh no it's much better these days and when we record our boy band of the week next week you'll hear what because i've got the same thing there i'm like oh my god this version of their original song in their grown-up voices is amazing <laughs> so yeah uh, going into 2014 quite a big year but nothing there was nothing that was released this year that that would necessarily go into my all-time boy band archive um, one direction did have story of my life out in yeah 2014, that's which incredibly important and yeah. again there is a shred of story of my life on youtube go into youtube type in one direction story of my life shred and watch it and it is comedy gold Uh, Also, Union J had a couple of singles out in 2014, but we're going to gloss on from that. 2015 was the emergent year for... Mr. Nicholas uh, Jonas. Yes. He had quite a few. So, Jealous and Chains were two of his big hits that year. Mm. Uh, We're we're kind of coming to the end of One Direction now as well, aren't we? With the kind of... The level of their releases are getting less and less because I'd normally expect. Well, Zayn left this year. Yeah, so I'd expect would have expected there to be a ton more One Direction. So although they did release History this year, Um, and it's worth mentioning that this was the era of long hair Harry. Oh, is this Mm. significant? Yes, he's the best Harry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is your collection of One Direction dolls just five different versions of Harry? Yeah. Uh, 2016? 2016. DNCE? Joe Jonas. So, again, boy band adjacent because DNCE is not a boy band, but Joe Jonas is certainly part of one of the best boy bands out there. And Cake by the Ocean just exploded onto our ears. It was huge. But also, I think so. two songs, two boy band adjacent songs from this year, which I think are on a permanent... just need to say the titles to people and they will it will automatically play in the head so there was dnc's cake by the ocean mm-hmm. and justin timberlake's can't stop the feeling i don't love that song oh i know it's really upbeat i don't mind it i can listen to it but i don't love it but i do love pillow talk by zayn malik oh okay that was another banger of the year okay 2017 Yep, 2017. Was the year of One Direction. Did all of them release solo stuff this year? Yes. <laughs> any any highlights? You're um, the One Direction fan among us. Yes, yes. Highlights included Harry releasing his first album, Sign of the Times, all-time classic song. I think it's like 11 minutes long, the single. Jesus Christ. It might not be 11 minutes. It's a long <laughs> song, though. Really, really, really good. And Niall Horan emerged as a singer-songwriter and his first track, Slow Hands, came out. Well, I don't think it was his first track, actually, but it was his first significant single, Slow Hands, which was a big um, a, a big hit. Yeah. I think I think Niall's my favourite one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a good one. I like one. an Irish boy, though. Yeah. That's what it is. What, do, you like, do you like Westlife? No. <laughs> I don't consider them to be proper Irish. Except that they are. <laughs> but they're not funny, like proper Irish people are. <laughs> Sorry, it's just alienate not, our entire not, Irish audience. Not a Brian McFadden fan? Not massively. <laughs> the other big single of 2017 was that uh, following George Michael's death, uh, 
Wham's Last Christmas made it back into the charts again. Yeah. Uh, 2018? Nothing happened in 2018. Yeah, Justin Timberlake's Man of the Woods was still bobbing Mm. around. Yeah, Five Uh, Seconds of Summer did a couple of things. The big breakthrough of 2018, obviously, was that BTS Love Yourself was the 85th biggest selling album of the year. (laughs) Which is quite... Bearing in mind, so this is in the US market, so... The, the most of their big selling albums so album purchases is generally people of our age so it's people buying it's a lot of hip-hop and rap and mm. r&b and there's a lot of country in there as well oh. so for, for pop people to it to get so the, the justin timberlake's man of the woods huge in the u.s was only the 46th best-selling yeah. album of the year so what even the, music did we have here in 2018 it all feels like a blur a long time ago it's literally a year and a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't remember it. And then moving on to 2019. So another repeat entry this year came mm. from the Beatles' Abbey Road, which celebrated its 50th anniversary this year. Oh, so that that recharted. That was the f- in the US, it was the 57th biggest selling album of the year. Wow. Uh, I think I made top 10 over here. But the big... The big, the big ones one. for this year. The Joe Bros. Jonas Brothers. And their new stuff is brilliant. But there were so oh, many new so albums good. this year. So we had a new Busted album this year. Yeah. Sorry, this year, last year. New Busted album. Yeah. New BB Mac album. Yeah. New O-Town album. Oh my God, so good. And McFly released all that swathe of singles that they've been sixth. keeping. Yeah, their secret yeah. sixth album, yeah. So it was so good, much stuff. Twenty nineteen, it was really good. I think for me, the standouts were without question Jonas Brothers and O Town. Yeah, the Jonas without Brothers stuff is amazing. Yeah, I'm really so good. excited. We're in, we're uh, it's less than a month now till we go and see the Jonas Brothers. Oh my god, it is! <laughs> I got the tickets. The tickets came through the other day. I was very excited about that. And weirdly, I also got two tickets, and then remembered that I bought Darian's tickets. I thought I bought Darian's tickets. Oh, well, I have two tickets. You have two tickets. We'll figure it out. <laughs> We've all got they're, tickets. They're all in the same bit anyway. So. And for anyone who listens and remembers us doing our Jonas Brothers giveaway last year, last May, I think it was. So Darian, the girl who won the ticket, is coming to see the Jonas Brothers with us together yeah. in no, well, next month. So I'm not entirely sure how she feels about being boy band besties with with two women twice her age but we're going to see harry styles together next year as well <laughs> this year as well so i wouldn't because i wouldn't go with you mate she bloody loves it i tell you <laughs> she bloody loves it so that's the end of what happened for boy bands in the last decade what about you amy how has your decade in boy band been well i'm gonna say pretty fucking good actually <laughs> it's been a good 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 decade so um I started the decade living in a different country. I was in Australia and I missed take that 2009 tour. So that was all a bit gutting. So when 2011 rolled round and Robbie had got back together with Take That, obviously I went to see Progress. Uh I think I only went to see it a couple of times though. I think I went twice and this was the last tour I did where... That, that kind of escalated, didn't it, eventually? Mm. This was the last <laughs> tour I did where I sat in the seats 
because it was Wembley Stadium and you couldn't see anything. The state, like the guys on stage, were like a dot, and I just thought, what is the point? And they did such a big show with uh, Howard and Jason dancing, and I couldn't see them. And I was like, this is ridiculous. You might as well watch it at home. Like, this is, I'm not even yeah. sharing air you, with you, Take That here. You get a better view watching it on the TV. On the TV, yeah. exactly. So, progress happened in 2011. 2012, probably the most significant thing that happened that year was you and I going to see NKOTBSB yeah. at the O2. Um, I mean, that, you... that definitely crops up in my decade. I was going to say, I'll let, I'll let you speak more about that when you do yours, but... That was the first time I'd seen the new kids, second time I'd seen the Backstreet Boys, although obviously it was minus Kevin. But um yeah, that was a it was a it was a good nostalgia trip for me, at least that's thought what I thought it was. Twenty thirteen, Gary did a solo tour that I went to see and Mark did a solo well a few solo dates that I also went to see and when I went to see Mark at I think it was Shepherd's Bush Empire Howard was there watching and everyone saw him walk in and we all screamed at him and he was like look at the stage and we were like no (laughs) we're looking at you and then in 2014 Gary did another solo tour which I went to I saw McBusted perform I saw Justin Timberlake and I saw Robbie. So I had quite a lot of boy band or boy band adjacent activity in 2014. Then Jason was had been announced as leaving Take That and we discovered they were going to go on as a three piece. So 2015 rolled around and Take That toured as a three piece now that was probably the first year that I've really or the first tour that I've really kind of got stuck in with going to loads of dates and going to other things that weren't like um official concert dates so take that did a number of other performances as well they were the act for the opening um there was like an opening celebration for the england world cup rugby called wear the rose at the o2 and we went to that and lara and i managed to get a few moments with mark as well after they came off stage that was quite exciting and they also did their first festival performance at Carfest, which i had a friend working on so we managed to get in there for free so that was wicked March 2016, I met Donnie Wahlberg from New Kids on the Block for the first time. Ooh, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, just chance. Chance mm-hmm. and good luck. So that was amazing. Um, and then later on that summer, Take That performed at Hyde Park. And also that day, we were, because I obviously you came with me, as you'll remember, <laughs> Nathan Sykes from The Wanted was backstage with us that day. Yeah, he'd supported. I think we missed him. Oh, yeah, we were too busy drinking beer backstage. So <laughs> <laughs> in March 2017, I met Donnie Wahlberg again. Oh. I have a feeling, was that the time he promised to come back to the UK if I went yeah. and saw him? No, I mean... actually, I think that was the year before. I can't remember. <laughs> We're still waiting, Donnie Wahlberg. We're still waiting. Don't don't be holding your breath for that. I'm not. In April of the same year, Take That announced that they were going to be touring Australia later that summer. And then in May, the Wonderland tour kicked off. So again, I went, I think, six or seven times to Wonderland um, before September rolled around and I met Gary Barlow for the first time. Ah! 
Well, not for the first time because we had met him or I had met him the year before when we went to let it shine but it was the first proper time I met Gary Barlow and spoke to him so it was incredible November 2017 best 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 trip ever to Australia spent three days hanging out with Take That as you do and then 2018 GB solo did six dates did five front rows obviously Gary knows who I am now and then Oh, God, yeah, we did so many gigs because I managed to win all those tickets. I went to the Amazon gig. I was front row at that. I went up to Hits Radio. Um, it was just, there was a lot. And then September, we went to see I Used to Be Normal. At the, oh. Was it at the British Film Institute we saw that? Was that September we saw it? I thought we saw it in January. Was September when it came out then? Yeah. Maybe it was. Maybe it was, yeah. And then October, I had the Gary's book signings and book events. So I did a lot of Gary meeting. And then December 2018, the band. I went to the gala night of the band and met Robbie and, well, the rest of the guys were there as well, but met Robbie for the first time. And then finished the year watching E17 performing in a pub. (laughs) Highlight. (laughs) oh yeah january we did it was january we saw we i used to be normal which was great i'd love to watch it again i don't know where we can find it to watch it again see if we can find it somewhere on a um shown at the cinema i'd definitely love to see it again yeah same and then um i also started a podcast with my boy band bestie oh god How's that so, going? Yeah, we. I mean, we had quite a busy year for seeing boy <laughs> bands in 2019. I mean, let me just list the ones I can remember off the top of my head. We had Busted, 911, Take That, a lot. Uh, Jonas Brothers, O-Town, Backstreet Boys, um, McFly, Robbie. Have I missed any? I can't think of any. I mean, I also saw Pink and my called Buble. Like, I went to a lot of gigs last year, but I think that's all the boy band ones. And I guess that brings us to date. So in the next couple of months, we've got The Boys Are Back and Jonas Brothers. And then later this year, I'm seeing Harry Styles. And I think that's it for this year so far. Oh, we need to sort that out, don't we? Yeah, so we my, really do. My my decade, I don't really have a list of dates for my decade. So my, my boy band decade really began that when we went to see that show at the O2 with the NKOT BSB. Because mm. up until then, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm a bit over boy bands now. And then I went to that show and realised actually I'm really fucking not over boy bands. And That's all... right, because the next day you called and were like, I've checked into their hotel. <laughs> <laughs> no, the next day was when we went and um, got in for free. And got tickets. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. I was like, I want to go back, and we went up, and we were just given two tickets outside, and then I managed to con my way down from. We were up on the fourth tier of the O2. Mm. I managed to con my way down onto the floor, yeah. which is where my um, my bingo wing made its uh, brief appearance in the uh, NKOT BSB live show. Live Amazing! Oh my god, I haven't seen that. Is there is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's where it kind of began for me. And I so almost immediately was like, I want to go and see them again. Mm. I very, very quickly found out that they did a cruise, which was leaving in about two weeks. Yeah. And found someone that would sell me their spot on the cruise, but then couldn't get the time off work to do it. So I 
instead went to it was the very first year they did the mixtape festival right so at the mixtape festivals where i saw the wanted play at the mixtape festival right um that was the year one other mixtape festivals was where i met the jonas but apparently can't remember yeah forgot about that yeah um i think i also met code red at one of them okay um yeah, it's all very vague for me, that. So I went to the mixtape, and then before the year end of the year was out, I'd gone to see Donnie at set for the first time, and that kind of started us back on the rebuilding our, a friendship. Yeah. Um, which kind of was was a slow burn to start with. I'd, I'd go into New York to, to set, but it was, you know. Yeah. Um, 2013 was the package tour which was 98 Degrees and Boys to Men, other boy yep. land wise. So I did quite a few shows on that. It was also the, the tour where they did, where Donnie would come out and kiss a fan in the audience in the middle of one of the songs, mm-hmm. which is where I had my the, the infamous Donnie Wahlberg kiss that's on YouTube. <laughs> the most watched <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg kiss on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the year after that was, I want to say the year after that was when they toured the UK. Am I getting that wrong? 2014, it would be. Hmm. And that's where I really went for it with um, my friend Ola. We went hell for leather. So they did a UK and European tour. And I think I only missed three dates on that tour. Wow. How many dates in total? Um, There was either 22 dates and I did 19 or there was 19 dates and I did 16. Right. But my theory at that point was, well, if I'd come back into this in 2008 when they reunited, mm. I'd have done that many gigs by now anyway, so let's just throw <laughs> them all into one tour. Why and that's not? when, and it was on that tour that I started to develop my um, my friendship with Danny as well, so we right. just really hit it off. So um, at the end of that year is when I started doing photography work for Danny, so they had a big charity run at Niagara Falls and I went out and did some photography for them, Amazing. which is something that I've carried on doing for him. I will photograph him at shows I'd, I'd said to him it's my dream to photograph a new kids on the block show and he was like well, we can make that happen oh, and they're which, such good boys uh, which happened the year after in 2015 so when they were doing the main event tour mm. he set up for me to photograph a show at I want to say it was the Madison Square Garden show mm. and I did um I photographed the show and, and edited it that night and sent him the stuff over and he um Basically, his response was, they're fucking brilliant. You can photograph whenever you want, which is oh. when it started off my photographing for, for Danny at the, the New Kids shows. Can I just say that how many photographers, and especially like concert photographers, would kill to photograph a gig at Madison Square Garden? I know. I'd have to, TD Garden as well. So I've done, I done. I did them at TD Garden, which is obviously the in Boston, the, the big venue there, which are their hometown shows. Yeah. So I, I love doing their hometown shows. I didn't get to do it on the tour this year because they had too many photographers there already. Mm. So I, I skipped photographing them at Boston this year. But I, thought, I photographed them at Fenway Park, which was amazing. That is they did amazing. That Fenway Park show last year. It was the just one where incredible. it rained. Yeah. So the one where um, Ronnie's son pooped under the bus. <laughs> It was not Nick. That I know it was, and I'm joking. So, continuation of my art by Donnie then asked me to help out on season two of Rock This Boat as one of the uh, associate producers. Mm-hmm. So, which involved um, helping to find people that would be the fans that featured. So, we went through the process of looking at their auditions and, and you know, going out and finding people that were like, these people would be good. Let's see if they want to take part in an audition. Yeah. And as part of that, 
um, I came up with the idea. Well, another fan came to made the suggestion to us on I want to say on our Facebook group that he should. Donnie's well known for taking selfies. He'll just take selfies endlessly with everyone. Yes. And a fan said he should try and break Rock's world record for the most selfies taken in three minutes. To which yeah. uh, one of the other girls who was working as a producer was like, no, it's not a really good idea. And I was kind of like, actually, I really think it is. So I bypassed the system that we had in place. And when I next saw him in New York, I was like, look, there's this idea and someone's poo-pooed it, but I think it's a really fucking good idea. Yeah. And I told him and he was like, just fucking do it. So yeah. that was that was our first attempt at breaking the world record, which we did on the boat. Um, we didn't at event. We thought we'd break the world record when Guinness reviewed it. We hadn't, so we did it again the next year. <laughs> yeah, because and... <laughs> what's his tits kept putting his face in? Yeah, world of Johnny. So the following year, we actually broke the Guinness world record with Donnie yeah. on the Newcastle Block Cruise. So I've cruised every year now since 2013. So I've been mm. on all the Newcastle Block Cruises, which is. My annual getaway with the girls when it's, it's happening in April this year, so I'm yeah. not quite as excited this year as I am normally. Oh, why? Um, I don't know. I think it's because it's an odd time of year. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It's been such a long time since the last one, but I'm, I am looking forward to seeing everyone together again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's been under, so there was a main event tour. There was the total package tour, which was I now can't remember what boy bands are on that. Boys to Men were on it. Oh, Boys to Men and uh tlc mm. no ll cool j no i'm fucking complete there's a there was a tour which had tlc on it and um someone else who i can't remember <laughs> it wasn't a boy band uh, and last year we had the um mixtape tour which was really good yeah. really good little lineup but just you know the Boy band wise to me, it's mainly been like the development, the progression of having two really good friendships with a, you know, yeah, with my boy band. What about other boy bands? I probably the same as you, other than the ones that have appeared on New Kids tours. Oh, I met Backstreet Boys, didn't I, last January? Yeah. Um, you've become best friends with Nine One One. Obviously. I mean, how <laughs> many times have you seen Nine One One? Twice. Yeah. Oh, is it just twice? It feels like yeah. more. No. Oh, but you hung out with them in the hotel. No, I didn't. I went home. In the travel lodge. No, I went home. In Gloucester. Oh, before the gig, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The other girls stayed on afterwards and hang out with them afterwards. Oh, so, okay. Um Yeah, nine one one. I saw five at Butlins. Oh yeah. Three. Yeah. You did, you got pictures with them and everything. Yes. Um, three else. oh three yeah the same as you for the past year because mm. o-town and yeah we've kind of done everything together this year <laughs> last year so yeah good well we're finishing on a high i think and we're ready to enter into the new decade with a new set of boy bands yeah take that or on hiatus New kids won't tour this year, so they'll do the cruise. I think there might be another event happening, but I don't know details of it yet. So, Wahlburgers? waiting on that. No, that's so. Mark and Paul came over for a day at the end of last month. Johnny's mm. still doing that. Oh yeah, it'll be soon. <laughs> um, I've just, I'm ignoring him now. Does the fact um, that didn't as one of the Wahlburger plans to expand gone? like changed or whether there was more ones planned or something's happened what was that thing um that 
there was a rumour that it's closing down. Okay. But then almost with the same week that that rumour came out, Mark and Paul were in London launching the new menu. So Classic. I don't, don't think that they are. Okay. But yeah, so just I, um, yeah, Cruise is my next, oh no, Jonas Brothers. Yeah. My next big boy band thing. And then Cruise is Cruise. the 23rd of April. I remember that from our uh, <laughs> very good game secret giving away thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good right well it's been a good decade let's shut the door it has and been a very good decade i hope that the next one lives up it... to it yeah me too i think it will we've got to find ourselves a new boy band for the year though oh can't we stick with o-town we've got to find ourselves a boy band that's going to be touring over here for the year well, if Trevor Pennick is to be believed, then... I don't know that they'll tour. They'll do a date. We have to find a focus for all our excess boy band energy. Okay. Because we don't have our own boy bands on tour this year, is what no, I'm saying. No, that's we it. To... Okay. We need to amalgamate our uh, boy yeah. band desire. Okay. All right. Well... Let's focus on that. What about damage? <laughs> no, <Yeah>. jokes. <laughs> Jokes, mate. Jokes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys how's, for listening. It's, uh, um, I haven't heard it, mate. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not an avid listener, so I don't know. Have you? Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Me neither. Okay. <laughs> so that's the uh, yeah. That's the end of our decade review. Thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in. I hope that there were some bits in there that have made you go, "Oh, I've not listened to that in ages," mm. and you're now on Spotify, beavering away trying to find that one song that you're like oh i need to listen to that again or and youtube I hope yeah i yeah. hope it's one of the wanted ones oh. um, <laughs> if you're not on youtube right now watching walks like rihanna i don't even know why you're here yeah why are you even um, here <laughs> uh, if you've got suggestions for what you think were the best boy band singles or album of the decade that we missed you can tweet us at the boy band pod it's been a while since we've done this we can't remember <laughs> or you can get us on instagram we're at i'm with a boy band you can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. You just need to join. And so look for I'm with the boy band on Facebook. Yeah. And then join. And if you would like to subscribe to our incredible content on Patreon, we're at patreon.com forward slash boyband. We are going to be upping the amount of stuff that goes out to the Patreon subscribers because we love you guys. Um <laughs> You do get added to our close friends list on Instagram, so we put little secrets out from time to time, just for you guys. It's mostly me, (laughs) and we we did release an episode on Patreon towards the end of last year, which is not going to be coming to the main ears. So, (laughs) so yeah, that's there. But there are things said that can't be public. Mm -mm. So, um, yeah, thanks again, guys, and we'll be back real soon with our next boy band of the week for you who's that gonna be oh yeah it's you amy you're doing one for once (laughs) i know it is me (laughs) all right we'll speak to you soon okay bye bye